So, <clears throat> here we go. Shinzo Abe opposed COVID vaccines, promoted ivermectin. Was he targeted for supporting health freedom? Not a, not a, not, you know. Hey. They said the same thing about the uh, Haitian president. He was against the COVID vaccines, and that's why he was assassinated. And they say that the, the, the Biden administration could have had a hand in it. But now you have probably already heard about the assassination of former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, who was shot dead during a recent campaign rally. But what you may not know is that Abe was a fierce freedom, health freedom fighter who opposed the Jim Jones juice <clears throat> lockdowns and other forms of medical tyranny, as well as supported the right for people to use ivermectin and other prohibited remedies. Japan's longest serving prime minister, Abe, is described as a titan of anti-communism. During the final moments of his premiership back in 2020, he famously resisted the implementation of the COVID authoritarianism, which also just ha so happened to leave Japan in much better shape public health-wise than much of the rest of the world that dove headlong into the tyranny. Abe resisted border controls and the postponement of the Tokyo Olympics, and prior to leaving office, wished for Wolvitz's official infectious disease categorization to be lowered to the same level as influenza, writes Michael P. Sedner on his substack. For this, Abby increasingly came under fire, both domestically and internationally. Ever since Abby left office, Japan's Wolvitz response has moved increasingly closer to the international standard, meaning it became much more of a medical police state, even though he was not technically in office throughout the pandemic, Abby is considered to be a figure of considerable ongoing influence in Japanese politics. Most mandates are still enforced socially rather than legally, but coupled with severe international entry requirements, some expats have dubbed it this lockdown in all but name, but in name only. Singer explains about how the loss of Abby both from office and now from life itself has been a terrible thing for Japan, which was doing quite well without COVID restrictions. While the motives of Abby's assassination are not fully known, we do know that Abby was hated by communists, including those in communist China. Many of them were seen celebrating Abby's assassination on social media, seeing it in, as a critical move for chipping away at the ideal freedoms that he had long upheld and pushed to preserve in Japan. Though the assassination's political consequences remain to be seen, Abby was one of the staunchest anti-communists in Asia and one of NATO's most reliable partners, Singer further writes. Under his premiership, Japan gained geopolitical significance on the world stage, especially as a counterweight to China. For that reason alone, his death carries considerable symbolic import. As you may recall, former Tanzania president Dr. John Magalfi suffered a mysterious death back in April 2021 that appears to have been for similar reasons as Abby's assassination. Magalfi was a staunchly anti-communist, at having at one point barred China from taking over his country. Like Abby, Magalfi also resisted the Wolvet tyranny. Ask any African what happened to him, they will immediately tell you that he was assassinated, wrote one of Singer's readers about Mogafoli's death. The mainstream West Western press loved to paint him as a kook. 
This is what's going on, people. This is what's going on. They're really trying to force the world to be under this type of regime. Okay, they're trying to censor all types of alternative media. They're trying to make sure that everybody suffers, that the depopulation goes in full effect, full effect. Even giving kids this stuff, the Jim Jones juice, and they're dying, giving athletes, and you're not hearing about these stories about them having permanent heart damage or they're passing away. Another pointed out that Mugafuli was also the first to demonstrate to the world that the PCR tests are fraudulent. Uh-oh. And not in any way an accurate indicator of illness. He openly mocked the test. In fact, showing that papaya and various inanimate objects tested positive for the wolvid using PCR tests. We have cousins who live there and they visited us in the summer, wrote another about the situation in Tanzania. They feel like they're visiting an insane asylum when they come here as life is being lived quite normally in Tanzania. When the interim president Hazen came to their village, she was met with a crowd chanting, No Jim Jones juice. I believe it. I believe it. Okay. Because uh, these people go to great lengths to silence anyone who actually cares about their people, anyone who actually cares about those who are dying. Okay. Due to taking the Jim Jones juice. Later. Later.